0: Hey, beautiful people. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. That's Harry Jones. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. Woo. We hung out late last night, but I got guests at 930. So I got to talk fast. <laughs> I got Lisa Dent and the, uh, the, um, the uh, Summer Arts Program people from Art Space uh, coming on today to talk about, uh, they have an event, I think on Friday or this weekend, where the students, the students that are in the Summer Program um, are exhibiting their work. So it's Lisa Dent, Tyler Mitchell, um, who is the um, uh, Summer Arts Programming teacher, teaching assistant, and uh, William O'Shea, who is a student. So they'll be on at 930 to give me a half hour of uh, conversation. At 1015, our favorite. We love them. We love them. We love them. Andrew, I was somewhere yesterday and uh, ran into a a good friend of mine. We go way back. Jackie Phineas. And uh, as she had said, I love when you have Anru on. I stop whatever I'm doing and I tune in for as long as I can to listen to Anru. And I get that everywhere I go, all over the place. People love the conversations that um, Anru and I have around uh, the Orishas and internal faith. and all, I mean, just all the, the kinds of conversations we had. But last night we had such a good uh, such a good time. Paul Bass brought some... Good ass bourbon to the porch last night. Thank you, Paul Beasy. I'm putting it on my list of faves. Um and uh Ife and uh Rev Kev came by. Andrew ne- uh Gearing came by. Um, um Kim Weston made her debut on the porch yesterday. It was a it was a great, great, great time. And then uh uh then the conversation got into religion. Uh, well, not so much religion, but we we're just talking about our experiences of of Christ and the Bible and church and community and homeless people and money and uh, it was it was just so it was one of those it's just one of those things where you just had to be there, you know, with uh, Jonathan Barryman on my right and uh, Rev Kev on my left. It was, uh, I you know, it's been a long time. Since I had a, a faith conversation that I loved as much as I loved last did, night.
1: Did um Paul play the rabbi in that joke?
0: No, he Paul had left by the time. This was oh, late night. This okay. late, okay. night so, <laughs> was late night porching. So it was late night porching. So yeah, so Paul came and hung out and he <laughs> he kept saying, Man, this bourbon tastes so good on his porch. <laughs> I was like, it's the magic of the porch, baby. Everybody says that. Anything you anything you like. Bring it to the porch; it'll taste way better. <laughs> that goes for pizza, beer, liquor, whatever. <laughs> so it was. So we had a good time last. It was a really good time. We're not porching tonight because I think it's gonna. I think a thunderstorm is coming through tonight and tomorrow night.
1: Quick, <laughs> quick passing thunderstorms. Quick, we, quick.
0: Yeah, but it'll give me a break not to yeah. hang out all night. <laughs>
1: Did, did you guys resolve the god question or,
0: no? no no, 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 we didn't talk about it like that. no, we don't resolve it there's no resolving the God question God is so that's that's oh. where that's where we all stand uh, but we did talk about um you know how we treat one another and 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 um, you know how we interpret how we interpret certain scripture which was which was a wonderful conversation like i hope this this is what goes on in in divinity schools and theology programs all across the country, because that really was a master class in, in a good conversation. It was just good. It was just a good conversation. The only thing missing was a choir. <laughs> That's the only thing that was missing was a choir. Well, well, a choir. <laughs> so it was good. It was good. It was good.
1: The choir and the collection plate.
0: Well, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. So, uh, But it was good. I, I enjoyed them very much. And I hope they come back because I think it warrants more discussion. And maybe other people want to join in in the conversation around faith and the interpretation of faith. And
1: Yeah, I, I love those conversations, though.
0: So. I love them. I mean, it they, they was just so rich, you know. So, so yeah, so that was last night. And we're not doing it tonight. We're not doing it tomorrow night because I think the weather's going to be janky. But if, it, if the weather is not janky, we'll be on the porch. So, I'm glad yeah, it's Thursday. you know,
1: I, I feel a little heavier today, Babs. I don't Why? know.
0: Did you eat something?
1: I ate uh two slices of pizza yesterday. Oh,
0: well, you didn't. I mean,
1: it fit in my point system.
0: So, what's the problem?
1: It just feels like I did something wrong, you know.
0: That's you see, you're missing the whole point of this program. That's <laughs> not how you're supposed to feel. I know you're talking yourself into some mess that don't that don't need to exist that's not how you do that so stop it i know just shut it down be like why am i
1: i know karen's Karen's like but you got the points
0: i know so why are you you got a whole system in place so that you don't overeat so that you don't go out of your pocket
1: i'm eating the slice of pizza and going oh i should be having a salad but
0: yeah but you didn't want a salad
1: i know i didn't
0: okay so you had the pizza
1: Today, and you, and a if you would have
0: ate the pizza salad, you'd have been like, "I really want set. Sa- I really want a pizza."
1: By yeah. the way, I got on the bike. Um, two of the last three days, I've been using oh, like the bike,
0: the bike? like stationary, stationary
1: bike? stationary bike.
0: Like you got on it and rode it.
1: Yes, I. You know, in the last two days, I've done thirty miles. Really? So how you long know, does, that's how long the thing. Does that take. That's. Uh, It's, um, 20 miles takes about 45, about an hour, I think.
2: Okay.
1: A little bit less than an hour. You know,
0: you gotta, you gotta, maybe you don't want to start with 20 miles.
1: No, I know. Karen's like, you know, this is your problem. You, you can't just do five minutes and get your body used to it, do 15 minutes.
0: Because what happened is now you get off and you're achy and you're sore. And then the next day you're not going to do it because you're like I don't feel like doing it because you got to recover from the foolish decision you made to ride. And really, 45 it's five minutes.
1: It's the butt that hurts, right? So it's the seat. You know, your it's not a recumbent bike. It's the more like the you know cycle class bike. Yeah. I, I'm just
0: trying to understand your thinking because you're a smart person.
1: But <laughs> well, <I don't>, the <laughs> thing is, I'm I'm also a. <laughs> A competitive person, of course, I'm competing against myself, right? So I go five minutes, I can do five minutes, 10 minutes, I can't do 10 minutes, 15 minutes. That's like for wimps. So I keep going. It's just,
0: well, then you are your own enemy. That, <laughs> so stop yeah. it. It just, that's how you talk yourself into that foolishness. You can talk <laughs> yourself out.
1: But you let me tell you, I did. Whatever amount of, I did 50 minutes yesterday. So I did okay. 20, 20 okay. miles and 50 minutes. And I received seven points for that effort, right? So <laughs> they give you back seven points.
0: That's good, which you don't use anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't use it See, anyway. Somebody
0: like me, I'd be like, okay.
1: And then how can then I, I negotiate guilty, more points? Yeah, I'm feeling guilty for the ones I did use.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, all right, what I got to do to get more points? All right, I'm doing it. See, that's how I would come at this. Yeah. How many more? What do I want? I want that over there. All right. How many points? All right. What I got to do? Okay.
1: <laughs> right. So now that's the motivation, right? I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do it every other day now. And I'll do anywhere from 30 to 50 minutes.
0: That's You know what? You'll drop a lot more weight.
1: Yeah. So, and then it's going to increase my points. So I get to go, well, you know, I, I left. 63 points on the table you know like last week that's what i was doing on and then then in the
0: next in about three weeks you'll be ready to weight train and that'll help burn more
1: calories yeah
0: so there you go you're doing it you're doing it you're doing it
1: i'm at 46 now i i I lost 4.5 last week so
2: okay
1: Okay. Slowly getting there. I I just can't wait to see the other side of 300. You know, right now I'm at 313. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I need to see the other side of 300 so I can see 200 clearer You
0: know. Oh, yeah, you'll get there. Just one pound at a time. Don't go nuts. Yeah. Like, don't go nuts. That's all I'm saying.
1: But today I feel heavier, even though I did 20 miles on the bike.
0: That's in your mind. You guys, you got to learn how to. You got to learn how to understand what's in your mind and what's in your body, because it's yeah, not your body. You it's know, because last
1: last week I was feeling real guilty because Saturday I ate two turkey burgers, okay. right? And I was like, "Oh my god, it fit within my points," but it was like ah, two turkey burgers. Oh my god! And then that's I lost I mean. four, four and a half pounds anyway. So
0: I, that's what I mean. Just. Just turn your mind around. Like I, why do you keep having these ex, these experiences? You you control you. Nobody could come in and take the burger out the, off the plate.
1: Right. And, <laughs> and and if it's within the point system, I'm still losing weight. So oh,
0: yeah. So just tell yourself that.
1: I'm I'm never hungry.
0: Okay. So so so, so this is really a mind a mind thing now.
1: You just gotta no train matter. your
0: mind. Just gotta train your mind. That's all. I feel you. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I guessed like, at 9:30. Don't forget. Yeah, I
1: saw uh I saw um a YouTube video nutritionist talking about the intermittent fasting. Yes. You know, and it looks good, Babs. You're right. I mean, but of course I like I'm, I'm doing good in my diet now, maybe. No, do
0: what make, you have to do what makes you Yeah. I like intermittent fasting, Harry, because I don't like all the details of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But the guy showed a video of him, right? So he lost like 120 pounds. Like.
0: But it takes, but you know, intermittent fasting is not quick.
1: Yeah. But I mean, nothing, you
0: know, nothing is, I mean.
1: But it's a, right. It's a lifestyle change.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so, but I was like, this guy, was, he went from being really fat. I shouldn't say that. Really heavy to really ripped. I'm like, oh my God.
0: But you know, you got to work.
1: You gotta work a I lot. Mean,
0: everything requires work. Yeah. Right? Like you
1: I mean, why? Why is that bad? <laughs> why?
0: I know. I was at I was at the surgeon yesterday. I think I'm in a relationship with my surgeon, Harry, because he keeps making me come back. <laughs> He's like, I want to see you in six months and I need to see a lot more weight off of you. In his words, is like, no, I did all that good work. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want you ruin it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, you were doing so good. You took all the weight off before the surgery. Now we have to get it off again and keep it off. I was like, I know. I said, but you got to take it into consideration the pandemic. I mean, I was just giving him all kinds of legit excuses. But,
1: you know, another another thing is um, insurance policies, right? If you want to get a decent insurance policy you and you're heavy, diabetes and all of this stuff, Oh my God! it costs you
4: a a lot,
1: you know, like I was gonna say an arm and a leg, but no, it's <laughs> like a kidney <laughs> and a and a freaking lung I,
0: I know, and you know this is I told myself that I've got to um take care of my uh insurance policy um this year or by the end of the year um I gotta settle up with a new one, and I, and I gotta do it, but you're right, you know, um there's a lot of barriers to yeah. insurance policy a lot. And, I mean, and weight still, is one of them.
1: Yeah, weight is a major factor, and you can still get a policy, but you're It's like you're insuring your J Lo and you're insuring your butt. You know, it's like it's like that. You're paying, and,
0: and they and they know. They're like, <laughs> listen, you this fat, yep. you got about this much time,
1: <laughs> and, and and then they come to your house, they draw blood, they is that give you your physical and everything, and it's like I oh. know,
0: I, I I did it when uh, when I was married. Um, when I was married, Lawrence and I, we had, um, he had a million dollars and I had $750,000 because I couldn't get to the million dollar range because uh, I had preexisting health conditions. He had, he was yet to be diagnosed with uh, pre-existing, but he was younger. So he was way under the threshold. So he was better at getting insurance than I, me, because I was older, already overweight already had some pre-existing conditions, they were like, mm. and, and we paid a good penny yeah. for this insurance, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. So. Right, right now. And then if, you, and look, let me give people advice. Don't let your insurance policy expire. Once you get it, don't, don't let that expire because now you're going to be jumping through all the hoops at a, you know, higher age, yeah, with more health problems.
0: Like, like I am now. Cause when yeah. I when we when I got divorced, we had to I we dissolved. You because yeah. he wasn't required to keep up my life insurance policy. So Yeah, so
1: I so I don't have a very good policy, right? What I would consider good policy right now.
0: Well, I have to do something. I, I don't I'm never gonna get to the place where I was because I'm way older now and uh and uh and still have uh, uh, existing conditions. But I, I mean, that's something is better than nothing. And I could do way better than no, just definitely. something. Like, I could do something way better than something. So,
1: yeah, I uh, mean, I'll do it. Right. If you have nothing, something is better than nothing. Yeah. Because so you have nothing. People who have nothing go get something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, Honestly. But yeah. So, I mean, you would like, 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 God forbid I pass tomorrow. At, can will be able to pay stuff off. She won't go into, you know, bankruptcy or anything like that. But you would like to leave more than just paying your stuff off, you know? Well, right?
0: yeah. You want to leave. You want to leave. Uh, you want them to be able to live well without you. So you can't the the thinking is you kind of want to leave them your income for x amount of years. Yeah. Which is cha- can be challenging. So. It yes. is. Can be challenging if you if you don't think about it that way. So no, that's a we should have some insurance people want to talk about this. Yeah. I know I know people. Not not people who sell insurance. I need people who you know what I mean? Like I don't want sales sales insurance people on. I want people talking about the purpose of having life insurance. That's what I want.
1: Yeah. You know, um I, I'm not sure if if Nora is lefty or something mm. but she moved she swapped everything on me, right so she might be a lefty she, she might be lefty or she's the right side of the brain thinking and i'm left side oh anyway but it's kind of bothering me <laughs> all
0: right well that's the conversation you okay your guess
1: your guess just <laughs> came into the hostage area
0: <laughs> Hopefully
1: they don't bump into Brittany Griner. By the way, Babs. I know. You, you see know. that? But you know,
0: you see, know who said it? We said it.
1: Right. Why can't you look? We're always about a month and a half ahead of everybody. I know. Everybody.
0: They heard us. They come heard on. us, Harry. We was like, "Listen, trade whoever you got trade." We said that, Harry. I know. Trade whoever you got and, trade.
1: And I actually brought up the guy they're talking about. Now, so trade it's like, come on. You
0: got trade, so they are. You heard
1: it here first. And that guy has been
0: locked down for a long time. Yeah. He'll, he'll, all right.
1: So let me let everybody in, and I'll bounce out. You're listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Uh, Babs guest, Art Space, is coming up. So,
2: Yay.
0: I'm very excited Harry's about them.
1: Go.
0: I'm excited about all these folks. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all are y'all are so early, two minutes early. (laughs) Hi, William O'Shea.
4: Hello. How are you?
0: Hey Tamika Mitchell.
1: I'm
0: just gonna start talking to y'all. I'm just gonna let y'all I'm just gonna talk while y'all sign in. I know Lisa is coming on uh in a minute. So uh yeah, I, is it, I, is it I, uh, Tyler
4: Mitchell or Tamika Mitchell? Yes, it, it's Tyler Mitchell, but for some reason it's my mom's name.
0: That's all right, because it's, your mom's,
4: it's probably your
0: mom's computer. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's her Zoom. Um, I mean,
0: you signed it on her Zoom. That's all right. You should be able to change your name. Yeah, you could go on the little thing and change it. And but then when you're done, you change it back.
4: It's also know, not then, letting me... I'm I'm sorry. It's also not letting me connect my camera. Can I go on my I'm I'm log on on my phone? If that's all right, that's fine. Okay, that's all right. Thank and you. I'll come, be back. Here
0: comes uh, Lisa Dent. Good morning, Hi. Lisa Dent. How are you? It is nice to see you. You too. You too. All right. So everybody's here. Um, Tyler's gonna log in from his phone because he oh, can't okay. get the camera the work, which is fine. Okay. So, uh, good morning, everybody. It's the night. This is unusual because I never have people on this early, which is nice. I kind of dig it a little bit, especially on a Thursday. So um, this morning, I have Lisa Dent, the Executive Director of Artspace, and she's here this morning with, some, with students from the summer, summer Arts Program, is that right? Artspace Program, yes. Summer, summer Artspace Program. So Lisa, what is the Summer Artspace Program? When did it start? And, and, and what did they get to do?
5: It actually started over 20 years ago by an artist named Saul LeWitt, who was living in New Haven after he'd been studying art. He was really interested in creating a way to work with high school students. Uh, And over the most of those years, uh, ArtSpace would hire a lead artist. So it would be one artist working with uh, several students um, who are from New Haven public high schools. Um, This year, we changed it up a little bit. We were interested in students having experience with multiple artists. Um, We were interested in being able to offer uh, a chance for the students to learn skills, but also begin to learn their own voice. And so uh, rather than have one lead artist, they've actually had five instructors. They've been learning a little art history. They've been learning about drawing, uh, mixed media, digital media, and sculpture. Uh, And so Friday, we are going to be presenting all of the work that they've been doing over the last four weeks. Oh, I love it. Okay,
0: so how how many students in the program?
5: This year, we have six students who have completed the program. We also have uh, four teaching assistants that are SAP alums. They are people who had been through the program before, and they worked with the instructors and then created work for themselves. Okay. So good morning, Tyler. Good morning, William. So Tyler and William, tell me me what
0: your experience was like. Now, did you know you were an artist or... Uh, like, was this part of an a, a ongoing trajectory of chasing art? Or was this, your parents made you do this? Like, what, <laughs> what's... <laughs> I'll
4: be what's honest, my parents, my, my parents, my mom, she was like, she suggested it. She was like, you know, you know, you don't do a lot for the summer. You know, maybe you can, you know, do something like this. You know, it's a program, you know, art and whatnot. And I was like, okay, why not? Because um, at the time, you know, I didn't have much anything else to do. And I honestly didn't regret it because I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to two SAP uh, programs. The first one was all about music. It was called the sounds we see, I believe. And then another one was also about music, but it was about uh, rap lyrics and how it affects culture and and how it's, it's how, how rap has been part of culture for a long time and how it's just in uh, everything pretty much. And um, those two uh courses were really really nice and okay. uh just art yeah art, art for me was always part of my life I was drawing ever since I was young but I feel like SAP helped me kind of navigate the parts of art that I wasn't really familiar with because I never really took the time to explore those facets of art um so SAP just opened my eyes more to what's out there
6: okay I like that all right William um Sorry, am I am I quiet? i c I can't tell. Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah. Well, you, you um, Alright, cool. Uh yeah, it was probably a mix of of everything for me. Art has like been a big part of my life uh before. Also my parents made me do it, yes. Um uh, yeah. High five to
0: all those parents out there that
6: made yes. cool Get stuff. It. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh this year was my first year. I I didn't have anything to do do over the summer really. Um, so, uh, yeah, I needed something to do and, um, and art space was there Mm -hmm. and I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Oh, good. All right.
0: So, so Lisa, what is the age range? Like, are they high school students? Are they Mm -hmm. elementary school students? Like what's the, what's the criteria for getting in the program?
5: We focus on high school students and, The idea, you know, for the most part is to think about um, rising juniors and seniors and, uh, you know, people who are getting serious about their art making and who want to explore. But I'll tell you, um, there have been times when we have had, you know, people coming into sophomore year freshmen who we felt like were really committed. They were, you know, had skill and talent and You know, if any student is interested, we want to find a way to make it work. So Mm -hmm. we we do. Yeah. Okay. So, how long is the program? Like, what start to finish? It's four weeks. We we have Monday through Friday, 12 to 4. um, And each day is a different course. Um, And, you know, but the instructors got together before, you know, and thinking about the curriculum, and they decided on the through line this year would be self-representation. So the way that Tyler was talking about, you know, each year sort of has had a theme. You know, we looked at rap lyrics and culture or, um, you know, sounds, but we felt we wanted these students to have an opportunity to dig into themselves, think about their identities and representation and how they could do that through different mediums.
0: Mm. All right, so Tyler, you're exhibiting your work Friday. Uh, Lisa, how, how long is it going to be up? Yeah,
5: we're going to have a reception from five to seven Mm -hmm. um, with a little food, a little nosh barbecue, try and make it fun. Um, All their families will be there. The instructor's families are going to come. And Orange Street is beautiful these days because it is blocked to traffic. So we can kind of walk out into the the street and and enjoy the outdoors. And it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Okay.
0: So Tyler, tell me about your, your piece that you worked on. What was the, what was your thinking process? Did you know uh, what you were going to do early on or what, what was the process?
4: Well, I kind of knew what I was going to do early on just because, you know, I'm, I'm working with the instructor, his name is Sheldon Kravit, And uh, he gave me a list of just lessons that, you know, he was going to go over with the, the students, pretty like simplified stuff. And, uh, so I had background knowledge of what, what I was getting into, but uh, the finished product, I'm really, really proud of. I didn't think that I would come out with what I did with, you know, charcoal or grape because I don't work with that type of stuff usually. So uh, I had a general idea of what I was going to get into and what I was going to make, but I did not expect what I what I did. I'm, I'm really honestly just proud of myself.
0: <laughs> now, do you feel like, do you feel more of an artist now? than you did before you started this program and and can you see a life in art
4: yeah I I I mean it's it's crazy to to think that you know because before I whenever someone asked me if I was an artist I would I would kind of be like "Eh," about it because I would look at you know sculptures and exhibits around me and be like that's art you know whatever I'm doing on my iPad it's not really I, I wouldn't call it art so I never really was like I could say definitively I'm an artist, you know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. now, now going into this program, I've really been able to challenge myself with, you know, using materials I'm not familiar with and just, just playing around with form and shape and, and, and all that. And um, you sound like an I, artist. I, he is, he is. <laughs> like, I am. You yeah. sound like an artist.
0: Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I
4: love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Yeah. And um, okay, so, I feel more of an artist now, so.
0: Same question to you, William. Do you feel, were, were you an artist before? Were you claiming artistry? Or, and, and do you feel more artist-like now?
6: Um, I think it's like a similar situation. I It was like, I was pretty, like, not really knowing for sure if I was, if I could really call myself an artist. Um, but I, I think, I think that uh, I feel, I feel more confident in my art now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that. So, what is what is your medium? Um, I don't know. I really just I like to experiment with as much stuff as I can, all over the place. Uh, most of the time, I art, do digital. So, so
0: Lisa, what happens to them when they get through the program? You know, when they, from when they, from the four weeks up, what happens after them? Like, do you keep them connected to art space? Do they stay connected to each other? Do they grow in their artist? Journey, what happens? Or what would you like to see happen?
5: That is the goal, you know, over the years. And, um, you know, keep in mind, I've just been leading art space for the last two years. And it has been an ongoing hope to, you know, connect the alumni. And, uh, you know, students would come in in different ways to say hello after we would, you know, find out a few people had gone on to art school. Um, Some students did stay together. But, I do think that finding a way to have the SAP alum come back and really hold a different role in the program, but still participate in the program, um, I think has connected them in new ways that I, I love, um, you know, Tyler and to the other, uh, alum, uh, TAs, excuse me, um, you know, they had been through the program, they'd gotten to know each other. And I think they're getting to know each other even more. And that's the part that I'm really excited about. And so I'd like to continue to find ways for the alumni to be involved in things that ArtSpace are doing. doing all year you know Mm -hmm. he came to volunteer you know and then he has moved into a staff role a part-time staff role uh and I'd like to see that happen for more of our SAP alum
0: so is the idea to grow the program um larger although everybody loves to grow things
5: you know I you know I'm not a fan of that I'm so so glad you said that because I think You know, oh, how many students can we get this year? How many do? But we have found so many good things can happen with the smaller groups. You know, they're getting a lot of personal attention. uh, And so I don't know that it's so much that we want to expand the program, like offer it all year long or, you know, go from four weeks to six weeks, something like that. No, I think what we're really looking to do is make sure that each year we are responding to um, what the needs are for the community, what we feel the needs are for artists, and it was clear to us that, um, particularly after COVID, we needed to really make sure that we had a place for young people to go and be in community with each other, there were artists. And I feel like as long as we can do that for all artists, because making art can be a very solitary endeavor, and the more that we can keep community building happening, that to me is the goal of the program. Um, So for me, it's knowing that there will be consistently, you know, young people knowing that art space could be for them.
0: So tell me, what was your favorite part about this program and and do you feel much more confident in your artistry whatever that is
6: um oh
0: oh yeah uh
6: sorry um i do think i feel more confident in my artistry now um because i i tried a lot of like new things that i i i didn't know that were like possible to do um so so that helped with my confidence uh quite a bit. I think it was also great to just like have something, uh, you know, to do over the summer. I, you know, sitting in my house all day is not ideal. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could pinpoint like a a specific subject that was my favorite. I, I really enjoyed all of it.
0: Now, do you feel like, um, uh, William, do you feel like you see art in another way? Like, are you thinking about art all the time? Like, now that the program that like to exhibit um do you feel like you can just go and do art? just do it, do you feel like that?
6: yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I was just uh just this morning, I was doing some lino cut over there it's <laughs> off screen um but yeah, yeah, it has inspired me a lot to just just do art
0: same question tyler uh what what part did you like best and 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 do you see art? Playing a bigger role in your life as an artist, rather than somebody who just wants to draw or whatever, but that that you really embrace being an artist.
4: I think my favorite part about SAP this year was just the openness of you know all the students, you know, just being able to see everyone's work and and there was no judgment or any type of just uh, animosity. It was just a, a place where people created. And we shared that creation, and I feel like that created a very special atmosphere. And that, that kept me, uh, that, that was one of the things that kept me just engaged and, um, in the program. And I do see myself, you know, having art be uh, a long-term just, you know, facet in my life. Uh, it always has, and I'm pretty sure it always will be, you know, because it's, it's just such a special medium. It's very flexible, it's very durable, and it usually can fit everybody. So it's like, you know, art will always be with me. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, yeah.
0: I like that. So, Lisa, you made a good point. Oftentimes, most times, art and artists um, create in a solitary space. Mm -hmm. This is them and their art in some space somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I think this puts them all in one space together.
5: Yes. I felt like, you know, you have to remember these are, um, they didn't all go to the same school. You know, they didn't all know each other. Uh, And, you know, for the third year, I'm watching people really connect uh, and be able to have a summer where they, you know, not just are, you know, learning skills, but they are um, finding other like-minded people, finding other people who enjoy what they're doing. And, you know, I hear different things about what is available in, in, you know, different schools. Um, And so I think each of them come with, you know, just a different approach, different skills. And I agree with Tyler. I've just been, it's been beautiful to watch how respectful they are of each other and the way that they um, choose to, you know, manipulate any kind of paint or paper or material. Um, I, I was, you know, I think the sculpture class this year in particular was extraordinary. They worked on a project and, you know, you think that they're going to be in a room together and maybe, you know, share similar things or, you know, they'll look the same. And quite frankly, they all look so different. You know, they really, um you know, they're, they're able to express themselves, but in community and together, be together.
0: So has it always had an exhibition at the end of this program?
5: Yeah, there usually is. Yes. Um, You know, COVID aside, you know, the 2020 and 20 we did more of an online reception, but last year we were masked in there and I, I can't tell you how beautiful it was for, to watch the students share what they had done and learned with their families, um you know their their little brothers and sisters, all the way to their grandparents, you know coming through the space and and looking and so um this year, because there are instructors you know who are also bringing in their families, I think. There'll be even more people coming through, and 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 I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's important for artists to not just learn how to make things, but to learn what it means to put your work in public. And as Artspace is a presenting organization, that's really what we do. You know, we we are not um, uh, teaching classes all year long, you know. we are really helping artists learn how to exhibit their work so it the exhibition is an important part it's an important step and in addition this year we wanted to make sure that the students walked away with some kind of portfolio some of them may want to apply to art or design school some of them may just want to get a job um, and so they learned how to write an artist statement, they learned how to write a little resume, they learned how to organize the work that, or they will, and this week, they're working on their portfolios, they're going to decide um, what they can create to have a digital portfolio that they can share with other people.
3: So,
0: so Tyler and uh, William, tell me about what it'll feel like when your peoples come through and see your work. Are you excited? Are you nervous? You have butterflies? Have you thought about that? Are you going to dress up? Like what's, give me the rundown.
4: Uh, well, for me, I'm, I'm not too nervous just because I'm always, I always have my iPad in my family's face, just showing them (laughs) everything that I make. So.
5: Always. I know. Yeah. Always.
4: It's beautiful. Usually with everybody. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not nervous or or anything. I'm actually pretty excited for them to, to come and show up. Um, and I do plan to dress up, you know, not not my usual, just you know, street wear that I usually wear, but some, you know, a little better, you know. So, okay, yeah. I like
6: that, William. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm also not really nervous. Um, I mean, it's it's gonna happen, so uh, there's there's not a point of being nervous. Um, yeah, I'm, I I am pretty excited. I think it'll be fun uh, for people. Now, to have see. your
0: family seen any of your? of the artwork that you're going to exhibit have they seen a, a a little bit of it or or will they see it with fresh eyes the way we all are going to see it on Friday
6: I think I think they've seen like a little bit but for the most part they haven't seen what I've been working on mm. So
0: so Lisa tell people how they how you choose how do how do kids yeah. find out about you where is this information at is, And 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 are you done for the summer or is there another cohort
5: starting up we are done for the summer. Uh we reach out to um, some of the counselors at each school, the art teachers. We have a mailing list. Uh, we also reach out to artists in the community who, you know, are often parents of young people who might be interested in the arts uh, to try and get the word out. It's we ask the students to fill out an interest form. Uh, And this was actually the first year that we asked them to submit images. You know, we know that, you know, not everyone is ready to submit a portfolio when they're young. And, and, you know, that kind of, um, you know, polished, uh, finished work is something, you you know, you need time to learn how to do. But we did want to see how they look, you know. Mm -hmm. So we asked them a question about, you know, show us something um, that you see every day and what you think about it, you know? Um, And, and that really, the instructors loved it. It really helped them get a sense of each of the students. And we just asked them a few, um, you know, the basic uh, information about themselves and their parents' contact and so forth. But it's, um, I think one of the best things about it is that each student actually receives a stipend at the end of the program. So, we believe in paying artists for their labor. And while this is education- I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's educational, but they they are doing, um, they're showing up, they're doing work. So as long as they complete the program, they receive a $250 stipend. And because this year uh, also included a digital media course, we are able through the generosity of a wonderful donor to um, supply them with ipads and apple pencils that they can keep whoa so, yeah so the one tyler's talking about is the one he got last year and and, boy, and you've already just, yes. the, must be,
0: the donor must be very proud because you're already using it and, oh, and- <laughs> all the time i mean yeah. it's
5: beautiful yeah. you know
1: yeah all I the feel time. like
5: even at staff meetings i'm not sure he's listening and then he just pops up but he you know we all know those doodlers in class ours that's what we do is how we process we have a think, and it doesn't mean we're not present and listening. And he, he always is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Lisa, um, talk
0: to me about what, what this kind of a program does for young people in community and for the arts community in general. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, I just think when you're young and you're trying to find your interests and find like-minded people, find people that are interested in what you're interested in. You have to have options. Um, I've been excited to learn about the options in New Haven. Um, So, you know, you can take classes at Creative Arts Workshop um, on various media. You can decide that you want to really assist an artist um, and apply for the program at Next Haven. And I feel like what Artspace offers is... You know, high school students who are really serious about their art making to be able to try different media and hone in on the ideas around art at the same time that they're able to learn to express themselves. So, my, my hope is that um, that's what we'll continue to be able to do for um, the students in the New Haven community. I love it. So, William and, and Tyler, what are
6: y'all doing for the rest of the summer? What's, what's on tap? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm I'm (laughs) just gonna do do uh, whatever whatever happens.
0: (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, well, you know, you can always go to art space. Art space is open during the summer, right? People could go in. We we we're gonna
6: August. We're
5: installing a lot of work. We do have an exhibition that you can see through the windows outside. Um, But yeah, I want to encourage all the alum to come through and show us what they've been working on, what they're doing. Yeah, love it, Tyler.
4: What, what you got yeah. going on for
5: the
4: summer? Uh nothing much at all. <laughs> um the same with, with William. Um I well recently um I've gone to a lot of family reunions and um we're gonna keep doing that for the rest of the summer, but it's not anything like too too major, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna keep on with my art. Um I'm working on animation. I did a, a animating a animation project in the past. I, I really like it. It was my one of my first times animating, so I'm just going to hone my skills and just keep just keep going with that. So,
0: and uh, William, it looks like you got like a lot of instruments around you. Are you a musician too? Oh yes, yes, very much. Oh. See, I could tell. Usually, artists are are proficient in a lot of things. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yes. they sing, they dance, they draw, they write. So the creativity is very much there. So. Okay. So you got a whole, you could be composing all summer.
3: <laughs> yes. That's Lisa, thank you so
0: thinking. much for bringing these young people to the show this morning. Thank you for coming. Uh, I can't wait uh, to to see all these wonderful uh, pieces of artwork that was created. So tell us again, what, what, when, and what time?
5: Yeah, we're at art space downtown at 50 orange street, the corner of crown and the reception is from five to 7 PM this Friday.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to meet y'all in real life and see your artwork. Thank you so much, Lisa. Denner. I'm, 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 I'm glad that you were able to pull this together and get them yeah. on this morning. Yeah, people need to see too. our young people doing, doing art. Yes. Yeah.
5: Yes, absolutely. Thank you.
0: You are welcome, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will hopefully see y'all on Friday. Yeah. You will. Right. Thank you. Yeah, good Thank you. All right, Lisa. I'll see, I'll see you in these streets in a little bit.
5: Yeah. Bye.
0: <laughs> all right, Harry. I know we got to make the call letters and uh, all the good things. So uh, I'll be back at 10.15. Uh, we got to take a break. You know how we do at the 10 o'clock hour. You know, we run some PSAs, play a little music, take a break, call the letters, and uh, I'll be back with Don Rue to uh, bring us the good word about where we are spiritually. So I will be back, I think. Okay, I got a few more minutes. (laughs) I'm a huge fan of artists. If you don't know, those young children, those young people excited me. And I'm so glad that we were able to have them on um, this morning. Uh, I can't wait to see what they have produced. I'm glad that New Haven is very art welcoming and art expansive. And art rich right so i mean there's there's a lot of programs and uh and i, I particularly like ones that can give young people stipends you know so four weeks 250 it's not a bad not a bad haul and they get to create and they get to learn and they enjoy doing it that's a win for me baby that is a real win so uh i hope that y'all get to come down to uh art space tomorrow five to seven and uh and like lisa said the street is blocked off so it so it makes it very um uh, pedestrian friendly you know and then there's shops down there um there's little restaurants already in that hub in that block so you're not you know you're not without um libations and other interesting things that you can make it a whole total experience. If I were you, I would go early, park, go early, stroll, um, pop into some of the local retailers down there. And uh, there's a wonderful plant shop on the corner right across the street from Art Space. You know, um, you always wanted to go in there. Here's your opportunity. And then I'd uh, be ready to see these young people present their their artwork that they've been working on. Um and uh and they'll be dressed in cute, so <laughs> so there'll be art to see. So we're gonna call the letters, we're gonna take a break. I'll be back on the other side with uh my good friend. You know him, you love him, Anru Half Kinney. Uh he'll be on. And so those of you who listen, who love when he comes on, y'all know what time it is. 1015, he'll be in. And uh, and we'll talk about whatever Anru wants to talk about. I'm up for it. And after the conversation I had last night on the porch um, uh, with uh, Rev Kev and uh, Jonathan Berryman, um, this just seems like the cherry on the top. Ages so.
3: five and up. Stay
4: safe, New Haven. Naomi de Movimiento Cultural COVID We were
1: ready for the vaccine since the beginning vacunadas, podemos viajar, podemos bailar, podemos compartir con nuestra familia y amigos. We feel safe now. Ya no queremos más muerte. Vacunate y vive sin miedo. I
2: wanna dance. All night. Monday
3: morning. Job Tuesday
2: gets here. Hoping for the day. Wednesday night. Calling my girls, making sure our plans are still tight. Thursday brings a smile. Cause I won't be putting up with this book in a little while. Me and my girls, we turned it up last week. Boys love this club because ladies get in free. We love to. Bye. so hard all day, and then I'm supposed to sleep through the night, take care of all the works out the way, so ladies, put your sexy on, and tell them that we're hanging tonight, so if you handle yours like a boss like me, put your hands together so they all can see, we've come to party, It's all night. I tried to flip, didn't get tall. Mm-hmm. Set i pearly white, it's time to floss. Yeah. Got Todd Billen, counted the calls. Everybody knows that you will go get her. with a smile go. as you earned your cheddar. Work real hard. Yeah. and Who can do better than you, Bob? Got through the week. I didn't even trip when we did not speed. Yo, I'm JK. And I'm doing my thing oh. when my break so yeah. 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 i
7: the world's all right with me just one look at you and i know it's gonna be
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: instead of me Always seems to know the way Then I look at you And the world's alright with me I just want to look at you And I know it's
3: gonna be
1: This is Ace Livingston, and you're listening to 103.5 FM, WNHH. And when I say who's out, who's out? y'all know what time
2: it is. Who's out? Well, the Bad House! Who's The well, Bad In his baggage, he had cash and he really looked hot. This song could be about your happiness, but he is so focused on his bait, you're gonna let a good catch get away. This song could be about how he first met, but how are we gonna reminisce when you haven't got over him yet? This song could be about. What are you searching for? You're looking all over town, and I'm knocking on your front door. Just to be This song could be about our wedding day But you just had to go to see him That decision left me in dismay This song should be about When I got your call Saying you weren't ready for marriage That you couldn't come at all This song should be about Our happy years that is so proud when he hurt you I was there to dry your tears This song came out How I out of vow See, I came to my senses putting my feet back on the ground This could be It could be above us didn't understand. So I had to come up with a master plan. Figure some time for us to hang out. Show you that the dolls is what she's about. she invited a fan to tag along. This is where it gets funky in the song. Cause she came through the door with the faded jeans. Looking like a model in the magazines. She's fine. i time
0: Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love, Talk.
2: Yay, Anru
0: is here. Hello. You know, you know yesterday I ran into an a, a old and dear friend of mine, um, and she said, uh, you know, I listen to you all the time, Babs, but I especially like when Anru was on, I stop what I am doing, oh. and I try to listen for as long as I can. And I'm going to tell you, I've heard that so many times throughout this city. Oh. So oh. people really enjoy oh. you.
8: Oh, thank you so much. I could
0: be anybody, but you, they really enjoy. <laughs>
8: <laughs> uh, thank you, Bass. Well, I really appreciate um, you. I mean, just who you are, but also, you know, holding this space and holding the ways that, you know, you also move throughout New Haven and, and are constantly, I think, um, Yeah, trying to live in just this really life-affirming way.
0: Thank you. Life is short. (laughs) So, so you know, I like to get started when you bring a prayer, and then we can talk about whatever you like to talk about.
8: (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So, again, we'll start off with this ancestor, honoring of our ancestors and what they have left for us. And that we are we are using, we are utilizing, we are embodying these things that they have left for us, these blessings, these good things that they have left for us. It's very easy to just think of all the, right, the bad cycles, right? the, the negativity, the burdens, the trauma that gets passed down. But they've, they've also left for us um, strategies and ways of being in this world and, and maintaining our personhood and our humanity in, in hard times. So it's an honoring of them
9: I ba ba tofu i ba tofu i ba 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 tofu who ba ba tofu i say ba ba tofu Buy <laughs> I <laughs> I bai to fun I bai to fun I to fun to I I
8: to fun May it be so that we are able to put to good use the blessings, the ashe, the strength that our ancestors have left for us.
0: I'm with it. Amen.
8: (laughs) (laughs) So what's on your heart and mind today? So I just had this... um, good conversation with a friend of mine and what came out of it, which I want to talk about today is about, um, it's kind of learning to trust in not knowing and how Mm. for my, for me, really my spiritual practice. And I think for many people, a practice is the thing that can continue to reorient us towards, um, like the central pillar really of who we are and our connection to something greater than us. And through a practice of, of connecting to that, that can help us to navigate life, which is really changing all the time. So as opposed to trying to solidify the life part, which which we very often do like, well, you know, I feel good. And it looks like this. So let me replicate the thing that it looks like, right? Instead of the focus outward there is, oh, what are the practices that help me to have this kind of more centered sense of connection and being so that when things change that pillar can actually change with things or even as that pillar changes what my life might look like may also change yet i'm actually grounded as opposed to my life changing and feeling out of control and so that's kind of a, a, this like abstract thought or kind of process in a certain way or framing. Um, but what I, I guess want to talk about is, is this thing around change, right? So among the Yoruba and many other people, we see that like life is change all the time, right? That's actually the nature of existence is kind of change and movement and transformation. Like nothing is actually the same. In Buddhism, they talk about impermanence, right? Nothing is actually as stable as we imagine it to be, or we want it to be even ourselves and right? our physical selves, ourselves are living and dying and transforming all the time, right? The weather you're in New England, especially as changing every second, every, every breath, right? A, a river, right. is literally not the same thing moment by moment, but we experience it and our mind holds onto it as like a thing, right? We hold onto ourselves as a thing, this is who I am. This is like how I live. This is like what I care about. I don't care about as something that's a little bit more rigid. And I think that as a, um, the negative component of that can then expand into this idea that, you know, we want to make things fixed, right? Our society wants to make things fixed and certain, right? Oh, when I, I want a lasting impact on my life. So I really, you know, make a statement and land and even our, so many monuments and cemeteries right, are built Stone right to to then stand the test of time right to kind of last be everlasting in that way, and it really is a specific framework and more uh, I would say more indigenous frameworks really understand this transient nature of life and existence and and instead of and try to orient towards an element of that um, in harmony with that change versus fighting against that change Mm. and in it's not just like everything is changes and random and chaotic so just go with it but among the yoruba and this tradition we make sacrifices we make offerings to create the peace that we're seeking that we're desiring the stability so to speak that we're desiring Right? So yes, everything is change and transformation. And, oh, I want my life to be relevant for me as a person, right? The, for Anru and the people I love and care about, right? We're not just human beings, kind of interchangeable, right? We don't like, oh, I'm married to a person. So now I can just go be married to another person. And like, oh, I have offspring. I can just go have these other people and could take them as my offspring, like it's some Randomly, like, these are my friends, my loved ones, kind of my community in that way. Um, and so we need that. Right, That's also part of existence and reality, right? The, the particularities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we make offerings. We do Ebo. We make sacrifices to then create the peace that we need.
0: I understand um, that because I feel like, let me see if I'm hearing this, that yes, life is ever changing. Things are changing, but there are some things that you can do that sort of keep you grounded in that change. And this doesn't change the, the fact that you make sacrifice, does it sacrifice or you make, you Mm -hmm. make offering to you make offering to, and in honor of that doesn't change. Everything around you is changing. And that's how you ground yourself when right. it feels right. like you like everything is changing and you feel like you have no control or right. you're just out of sorts. Right. That if you find a practice that roots you so that while things are changing, you can peaceful, peacefully move with the change.
8: Navigate that.
0: Right. I like that. I and, like that, Anru.
8: And the things, the offerings, right, the sacrifices or what you do to create that change
0: mm-hmm.
8: itself is different moment by moment, right? And, like, what I did yesterday, not necessarily going to be relevant today. What I did this morning, right, to, like, you know, be grounded or feel at peace or to navigate difficulty is not necessarily what I need right now, right? Weather shifted. Right. It was raining earlier, now it's not raining, so I actually don't need right, the umbrella of the rain gear,. Right? I need something else. Um, I was feeling overwhelmed earlier. had to do some things. Oh, I don't necessarily need to do those. I need to do other things now. I was hungry earlier. I might not be hungry now, but maybe I'm thirsty now, right? So it's like these offerings about how what is needed changes. But the practice of doing that, the practice of tuning in, well, what is in some way, not just in terms of like religious practice and this ritual and ceremony things to do, but even that question is, what do I need now or what is needed now to create the peace that I'm seeking, right? That, that you know, I may not be able to calm the storm, but I can shore up, right? The boat, the vessel, what does what does that need, right? How do I need to navigate differently, Or it is calm, but like I'm taking on water. So now I need to address the vessel, right? The the meanness. But what do I need now? I think is an important question to navigate just our lives, which actually change all the time. Instead of feeling like it's supposed to be (laughs) the same and I have to orient around. And if it's not the same, then something's wrong and I need to just make it look the same. Mm. Not
0: not necessarily helpful. I, 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 I will agree. I, I remember in the early days when I first got divorced and up until that point, Christmas was a big deal in our house. And every year we I'd pull out all the stops. Just, I just love it. But then that first year of the divorce, I just didn't have it in me, but I knew Christmas was coming and I knew I needed to make it happen, Right. but happen on a different I, you know, I think I did exactly what you said. What do I need right now? Yeah. No, I don't need to drag out all the ornaments and decorate the house from top to bottom. I want to celebrate Christmas, but it has to look different. Christmas doesn't change, but the way that I approach it this year right. has to change. Is that, is that, am I on the right yeah. track? Is that, that the sounds, right?
8: Yeah, that sounds like a, a good example. Um, you know, so it can it can land, right? So even separate from like what it looks like so in, in, in my tradition, we also like literally the way we also, it's not just about us just kind of creating it because we are not actually omnipotent, all powerful beings, which you know, may be a shock to some people, but that's actually- <laughs> <laughs> what just, just trying to open people to a different worldview. That's all. Um, you know, there are forces, there are beings, right, that are larger than us, right? We look at the divine, however we want to understand that, right, is larger than we are. And so there's also this peace, right? There's, there's the, like, what do I need to do in this moment, right, to, like, create the peace? What do I need to give, right, my time, my energy, my thoughts, right? And there's also, we make offerings literally to these forces, right? So Olokun is an Orisha, which is the ocean, Mm. So, oh, there's some aspects and elements of like the vastness and the depth and the mystery of the ocean that may feel in particular really helpful to like what I'm seeking. How can I lean into that? How can I like bring in that energy and have a relationship with that energy? So I literally, in my tradition, we would literally, if you can, you go to the ocean and you make offerings, right? You bring things, right? It could be flowers, could be food items, things like that, that... In in our tradition, different urisha, like kind of like different things, right? And so you give, you make these offerings to these divinities to then have them work with you to also create the peace that you're Mm -hmm. seeking, right? So it's not even a matter of like, sometimes our, our question, what do I need right now? The answer is like, I don't know. And that's okay. And so in this practice, we also... Go to these forces and plead and say these things like, I don't know what I need, but I'm seeking, you know, I'm seeking peace. I'm seeking some compassion for myself. I'm seeking um, really good relationships. I'm seeking a new job. Like there are these things that we're seeking and we don't have control over. So we go to these larger forces and say, like, I need your help and I'm bringing you this thing. Um, I'm being in a relationship with you. I'm making these offerings to you to help create the peace that I'm, that I'm seeking, that I'm needing also, and that I don't even know what it might be. And, and so there's this kind of individual piece, which I think particularly in our, in our culture, right? It really resonates like what do I need to do to create the peace that I need. And there's also this like surrender piece. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to make these things in the world, like come together or resolve or shift, but I'm seeking support from these these other forces. I'm seeking support from my ancestors, right, who are now these spiritual beings, um, seeking their love and support. Let me make offerings to my ancestors. Let me speak to them. Let me talk to them. Let me share my lives, my troubles, right? That prayer, right? I'm, I'm thanking them for the, what they've left for me, but I can also turn to them and say, I am struggling, right? I'm feeling really alone and isolated, or, you know, Things have shifted because of uh, the pandemic. I've lost, now there's like more ancestors, but I've lost lots of family. Like I'm grieving. I'm bringing you something. Help me to navigate the troubles of my life. Help me to navigate this grief and the changes that are out of my control. I don't know how to do that. You, my ancestors, right? This body of wisdom and knowledge, right? Thousands and thousands of beings have become ancestors of ours. I'm seeking to tap into that collective wisdom or that particular wisdom. To navigate ordinary human being things, right? I'm grieving, stress, I'm moving, It's you know, rents, bills are due. I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm juggling like work and family, like, whatever it is. Like, I have this trauma. I can't even I'll have the relationships I want. Ancestors, I'm bringing you this. Here's like dinner that I made. Here's some food. I know you like this kind of food when you were alive. Or, or I'm bringing something that I love that I want to give to you. Help me to navigate these, this difficult, ever-changing world. I'm just trying to like put one foot in front of the other.
3: Right?
8: And so that is also this practice. We, we, we turn inwards, mm-hmm. right? But we also look beyond us and that which is kind of not us that we can be in relationship with. Our ancestors, the Urisha, the earth itself that's an Urisha, right? Imagine if people said, Oh, like, here's this climate crisis we're in. Imagine if instead, before this, it was like, So, how can I maintain a good relationship with the earth, with the natural world that we seem that we think we're disconnected from? How can we maintain that relationship to help us navigate just the difficulties of life? If we approached it that way, we wouldn't go to the earth and be like, Oh, I'm just gonna dig and cut and harm and kill and control you. Like that's not how you go into a relationship. And right? you have a very different outcome and we can still do that today. And there are people, right. We can still say, Oh, okay. So climate crisis is happening. There are things outside of our particular control, uh, but what do I need to do to even see what's within my control,
3: mm-hmm. to see
8: what I can impact. Whether it's just me or my home, or my life, or my community, or my work, or these other systems, right? Maybe I have a big impact. Hmm. What would it be like to be in good relationship to seek support versus a notion of if I control that, then I'm okay? Right?
0: And that's people's natural instinct, I think, to be about when when they're seeking peace. The first instinct, I think, is let, let me see what I can control in this situation because that's the way to peace.
8: Well, I I think it's easy to say it's just human instinct,
0: or, or maybe that, a, train, tra- well, a trained trained. Yeah, re-
8: I think I think there's much more of that, that. Yeah, we're in a culture that says do that, and it's yeah. There are cultures that don't do that. Not that people don't you know, we're wired to kind of internalize a a negative instant more readily in our system than a positive instant, right? Fine. But our culture promotes that, right? Promotes fear to generate movement, right? Promotes external control and power over to feel better. That's what our culture promotes. Our culture doesn't promote like, oh, I see this tendency and let's keep expanding this other direction, yes, you may feel like you need control and why isn't the world just the way I want it? Huh, maybe there's some practices to like tune you back into what is possible and what is also happening. It's actually not you know, personal. That that big wave came in the ocean and knocked you over was not actually because of you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't
0: personal. It
3: wasn't personal.
8: <laughs> it's the way the ocean works. Like so waves doing need to learn what waves to navigate. do. Right. <laughs> Learn how to read when it's coming and and learn how to, oh, I need to get out of the way. I need to, now I need to move closer, right? That's different. But we're in a culture that says, oh, the wave hit me. We're going to have to control that. And I'll build a whole structure and dams and uh, jetties and all these things to like stop the waves. And now it's all fine. And not looking at what the cost of those things are.
3: Mm. That's a,
0: a good a climate. That's a good climate thought.
8: <laughs> a different relationship, right? So, um, we we've certainly, particularly in this culture, um, lost that, right? We that's not something that this particular culture encourages. Um, but it is something that, um, if we we don't actually have to look very far. You know, it's not just, like, what do the environmentalists say, but even in our own indigenous past, right, which there are still present cultures, right, which hold these these frameworks, right? So, like, Orisha worship is fundamentally about being in good relationship with nature and all these natural forces because they are seen as beings just like we are, mm-hmm. not better than them. Right. We are not.
0: Oh, that's a good point. We are better, better than
8: them. Not better than. They are our siblings, and 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 even if they're not our siblings, we are still to be in relationship with them. They are neighbors. I mean, we go. We should. I, I met, may have mentioned this before. So, like, you know, I'm 54. So why why should I, as a 54 year old person, enter into relationship with the earth as if I'm better and I know. I'm I'm such a baby visitor, right?
0: This whole <laughs> like the dirt is older than I am. Right. The trees are older than I am. Right.
8: So so in just in that like why what what arrogance to say like, "Oh, I'm here. I know how this should work." Right? That's a level of arrogance. This isn't working right. Let me. We're going to clear. We're going to pave that over. We're going to make the straighten out the river over here. So like, so it serves me better. Like that's what kind of relationship is that? That's mm. a very one-sided relationship. That's not yes. a, that's not a loving relationship. It, that's it's not almost abusive. Exactly. Abusive. Right. It's like going into a relationship with the person saying like, yeah, I like you, but I need you to be wearing this instead. And can you, um, Learn this other language and then it'll then I'll see you as valuable. And can you do this other kind of work? And can you make this for me? And can you live over here? Right? That be, that's controlling. That's abusive, right? That's not seeing you for who you are. That's being conditional, oh. all
0: <laughs> and I think you're right. That's such a good point, Amru. We've been conditional with this earth from the moment that we thought we had dominion over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see this climate thing in a whole new light now. (laughs) Maybe we should listen to what the climate is telling us instead of we trying to tell the climate, Right. this is what we're going to do to fix you.
8: Yeah, right. How do I instead, like, oh, what do I need to do to be in good relationship with this being and force and dynamic and system? That's a different question than like, okay, I'm here. How do I need to change this? so that I'm just cozy and just get to do what I want. Wow.
0: That's pretty powerful. That's a, that's a upside down way to think. I love it.
8: Yes. And I would even say like, so it's it's, it's upside down in relation to how we are taught to think. But if, if you look at what is sustainable for existence it is actually the right side up way to think. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Which, which, you know, is um, I think even, even noticing that like, Oh, what a radically different way of thinking. It's like, if you went in somewhere and they were like, would you like some water? And they're like water. Wow. That's so, I could just drink water and it would be good for my body. What a radical notion. It's like, mm, wow. Like you really strayed very far <laughs> that, to not be aware that literally your body just needs water.
0: To drink? Sh- champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah, oh, I guess water. I guess. guess uh, water. Right?
8: You can't live off a drink of drinking
0: champagne. It has wow. your own
8: liquid intake.
0: I'm sorry, what?
8: <laughs> I know some people wanna. <laughs> but so so here's the thing, like so even like even if we take that as like, here's this joke thing, right? So we literally can't live off that as its own thing. Mm. doesn't mean we don't drink it, right? But we understand its place. Yes. And what's happened is we've, we, this, our culture, this current culture that we're in has flipped it around. So what we think is our place is to have things like, oh, what should I just be drinking all day? Oh, we got like sodas and we got alcohol. We got all these other things, flavors this and that, right? Additives and this and, energy drink that as if those are the things that we fundamentally need versus them being the exception. Yeah. Right. And our, the, our culture, because it's more lucrative to like have people think that they actually need to buy a thing. Right. Becomes the norm and it becomes crazy to go like, you know, what will really carry you a long way? <laughs> And then, yeah. you can have, and then you can have a little something special just, and that's fine. And you're like, oh, great. Versus I got to live off of these other things. Because yeah. that's not sustainable, right? That's the like, oh, every place needs to be the oasis that I want to create in my mind. So, right, I got to like make the theme park of that everywhere. And then you, Right. Well, actually, you could like live in this other way, and then like go to the theme park on occasion. Like that's a wonderful thing. You can't actually live in the theme park. <laughs> actually, not sustainable. <laughs> actually, it is not right. It is People not want it to be. Yes, right. We're sold that it should be right. Our lives should be just fan friggin' tabulous in all the ways we imagine it to be. But we're also sold on what. What that even means, right? What joy means, what connection means, what excitement means, what life affirming means, right? We're, we're sold on this has to be like above, has to be all these peak experiences all the time. And we lose, a, we lose the very ground that supports us because we're just seeking these peak experiences all the time.
3: Mm.
8: And that's actually another way of like the controlling, right? So life is change. Well, it, it, I don't like that. So I want it to just be... Right, The peak experience all the time. So I will control, try to control the environment to make it that way. But then I lose capacity to just adapt with the regular reality of change that is in life. And so I lose the practices that center me and connect to me. It's also my humanness. And maybe I don't need, right? Because if I was connected to that, I may realize, oh, I don't need the amusement park and the theme park every day. So maybe I don't go so often. Oh, maybe I drink more water. Oh, maybe I'm growing some food. Oh, maybe I'm deciding the relationships I want. I'm healing and able to see things differently. Oh, now I'm pulling myself out of the very system that just wants me to be at the theme park twenty-four-seven. Uh, and a consumer at that. A consumer, right? Buy the thing. The new thing. We got the new theme park. The new ride. And the new. <laughs> the new you bigger must, must. Gotta go, right? Now we're oriented towards something different and that becomes a threat. That becomes challenging, right? That becomes something to be stopped and undone. Because if the system wants you to say like, no, theme park, change, don't do the change. We want life to be what we want it to be, exciting and wonderful all the time. Again, not sustainable, but that's not the desire. It's just to like, just don't think about the change. You can build the good thing here. And you just need more and more. You then need more resources to solidify that theme park life
3: mm-hmm.
8: because it's not in harmony actually with existence. And so all these things then lead to instability, right, of people relationships, of relationships to the planet, of relationships to ourselves because we're so caught up in the like. But I, we're, we're chasing after this unattainable thing and we're, we're literally burning things. And paving over and plasticizing and remolding everything to fit this idea of what we think, you know, pleasure and satisfaction and the good life is, right? Which is not really in relationship to anything but itself.
0: And that is a good word today. We've covered climate change. <laughs> <laughs> we covered internal change. Yeah. And we manage to connect back to our ancestors, because yeah. I love what you said at the top that um we focus we, we are used to focusing on what we what 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 we don't have from the ancestors, what we're left with that it is not positive, yeah. and we miss all the positive the stuff that they left us
8: the love the resilience, the ways of being on the earth in a different way than this like theme park. We, we actually have much more experience as human beings, not in a theme park and actually <laughs> living pretty well. Yeah. Than, like a theme park.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Anru. Thank Y'all you all know Anru is regularly here every, every other, every, every two weeks, every other week, something yeah. like that. But yeah. uh, I send my calendar, so he'll be back and we'll talk some more. Thank yes, you. I hope your summer's going well.
8: It is going well.
0: All right. Now that um, it's
8: not ninety something degrees and humid, it's be Better, <laughs> I like it. That
0: I, listen, I like summer. I've I've liked all the weather. I'm not I'm not complaining That's about.
8: That's fine. I'm, know. I'm glad you're happy with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying. All, I'm enjoying all the weather. I'm telling you because you know what? I, I just saw a thing on Facebook, Anu, that said we have eight more. Eight more weekends to fall.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so,
8: right. So you're, you're talking to somebody who's like, "Ooh, fall is also beautiful."
0: It, it is, but you know, right around the corner.
8: Yeah. So you got your you're in your happy zone right now. That's wonderful. <laughs> I'm very happy for you, Babs. I don't feel like there's a countdown happening, but <laughs> I understand you do feel that way, and that's okay. Oh, it's a big planet.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm I'm enjoying this weather. I'm gonna tell you right now. So thank you so much. I'll thank see you again. soon. All
8: right, now you take. All care, right, take
0: good Bye. care. Say hi to everybody at your house. I will. All right, Harry, play us out. It's Friday Eve. I'm back tomorrow, and then it's the weekend, baby. So y'all be cool out there. Drink lots of water. Don't be like me. <laughs>
8: <laughs> not just champagne,
0: not just champagne.
8: <laughs> Water. I, Water. Know.
0: I got
3: some. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The mail sky, thin and the the